0: Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. It is the pre-game edition because it's game week. We had games last week, but you know what, Evan? It's for real. Now we get to see what Michigan State is all about. We get to see a day later what Michigan is all about. I'm excited. I am anxious. I mean, Michigan State is being the biggest CTs that they could possibly be. From Mel Tucker saying, "I'm not telling you my quarterback." Though I know who the quarterback is. I'm not telling you my depth chart. I'm not even telling you what uniform I got. Now, they put out a tease. Now, maybe later today we'll see the whole thing because it said 9-1, 21. But he is just milking this thing. I guess you realize this is really year one for him, and he's acting like it. Like, lot the stuff you saw last year, that was fine. You have no idea what my team's going to be this year. I'm not telling you anything. Hey, Northwestern, good luck. I, I do
1: think it is kind of ironic though, um, that he doesn't have a depth chart out there. I I actually like it, but I remember making fun of Michigan and Harbaugh for never putting one out. You
0: get you get to do it once. And yes. I think after this week you'll now see the depth yeah, chart. Yeah, you don't have to do it every single week. But because you have so many new players, I'm not helping you out.
1: Well, I heard or, or read a quote from Pat Fitzgerald talking about how do you like scheme for this when there's so many new players and he's like you watch a lot of different teams tape you and you're watching it for yes you waste a ton of time because yeah kenneth walker running through a hole it's great you understand he can hit a a burst and so on and so forth but they may never run that play at michigan state ever so it's like very very hard especially with
0: the quarterback thinking about watching what temple games and they had to watch temple games and (laughs) then I mean, what do you do when there's a combination, when there's Walker and there's Joyner both out on the field? What does that mean? So and Connor Haywood. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope he's not out on the field. Let's hope he's out there in garbage time because State has a nice, big, cushy lead. But it is the advantage that Mel Tucker has right now, and he's taking advantage of that. No, I don't expect it to go all throughout the year. I do expect it just to happen this year, and then come next week, you have the depth chart. He's let the team know on Saturday who the quarterback was going to be. He has said that. He's like, guys, look, I don't want to lie to you. I'm just telling you. I'm not going to tell you. I can sit up here and make up stuff. I don't want to lie to you ever. So I know who they are. The quarterback knows who we are. The team knows who they are. You don't know. You'll find out on Friday.
1: You know what I've really never seen, and we've only had glimpses with like hard knocks. I guess Michigan did the Amazon show. I wonder how hard it is for a head coach like Mel Tucker to tell a kid, you're starting, you're not.
0: You know what I mean? I I, I mean, I don't think it's that hard because if if you made it all the way to a power five head coaching job, you've had to make some tough choices. You've had to tell some kids, Sorry. Not you. Not good enough. We're going to move on. We're going to go with the freshman. We're going to go with the senior. We're going to go with this person instead of you. Because bottom line, it's your job on the line. You're not there to make friends. You're not there to be a counselor. You're not there to, to urge them along. In the end, he get paid $5 million to go out there and win. He has to put his best team forward at all times. And I think a lot of coaches get lost in the well, and you know, the feelings. You, you've been with me for the loyalty factor. I mm-hmm. think that was one of the downfalls of the previous regime is they got caught up into loyalty, especially with a lot of older players who probably shouldn't have been out on the field. Andrew but Maxwell. Be, but because they <laughs> stuck with you so long, you yep. feel obligated. And I understand that. I'm not out to knock that. Same with his, his assistant coaches. You felt obligated, whereas, you know what? If If you're truly about winning... You got to put the best people out there at all times, coaches, players, whatever. So it, it may be difficult, but I think over time, you just learn it's a business. It's not personal. You're still on scholarship, okay? I'm not kicking you off the team. And this is a sport where any given play, you better be ready because oh, yeah. you could get your shot and prove me wrong, son. And you
1: don't think there's any chance it's going to be one quarterback, right?
0: I think it's going to be one quarterback. I think it's going to be one quarterback. I mean, unless – the person gets injured or just stinks up the joint and shows that, you know what, four picks later, yeah, I made yeah. the wrong choice. Unless but, they're awful okay. and
1: they fail, it's going to be one guy.
0: I think that whoever's the quarterback will probably be the quarterback all the way up to probably the Nebraska game. And then if they have to switch, they'll, that's the game that they'll switch is Nebraska. But other than that, yeah, I think – the quarterback's a quarterback, and the backup is going to be the backup. Just knowing, I don't think you're going to see the multiple quarterback formations. I, I don't. I don't think that's going it's to not happen. Not the 49ers. No, and I think for them, for Michigan State, it's best just to get the, your your one guy out there and just let him get the reps and and get the team because because there's so many moving pieces and new pieces. You gotta be able to solidify this somewhat. You need the jello to take shape, mm-hmm. okay? And that's just through one quarterback, but rotating. I think it will be a detriment. I think if you start rotating, you'll have to rotate the entire season. This is one where, yeah, I'm in year two. I'm going to bite the bullet out with this quarterback and see how far we can go. And if this thing turns sour, then, and only then, do we put the other guy in. But I don't see the days of uh, Cousins and Nickel where they just went back and forth the entire – I mean, in some games, they traded series. Right. I I don't see that happening. I mean, you – I mean, unless they got like a trick package or something, you could see coming in for one series. We're going to run these trick plays. We're going to run this different type of offense if you got to do something. But I just I don't even see that happening. I just see that it's going to be one guy sink or swim. You got to learn. You got to learn. Do you think it's an advantage for Mel Tucker this year
1: playing a Big Ten game on the road right off the rip? What I mean by that is you're not starting off against the Youngstown State where you don't show everything, you know what I mean? He gets to go right in See, and go into he, his game. Yes game, right? and no,
0: Evan. I mean, I guess for him, especially if he wins, it's going to be great because this is a game that counts in the standings. But I would think if I'm Mel Tucker, I probably would want the Youngstown State where I can, I can have my team come out there because there's so many new pieces once again. You guys can make mistakes, but we're we're good enough to overcome our mistakes. With Northwestern, you may not be good enough to overcome mistakes if you make a ton of them. But other schools, okay, you don't win 52 to 10. You end up winning 34 to 24. And you suck and you're mad at yourself, but you can go back and say, okay, we made these types of things, but we overcame them. So, yes, it's, it sounds good, but, y- you know, you're kind of jumping into the deep end. You're going to find out if you can really swim. On Friday. And that's, that's why I almost think it's a benefit. And it might be selfish as a as a fan
1: thinking that because you know you seventy percent of the way you know what you got. You right. know what I mean? There might still be injuries or whatever could happen. But us, you and I watching the game, we'll pretty have will have a
0: good feeling on what this team is, don't you think? Yeah, I think you you will because um, I, I, the one thing that Tucker said at his press conference on um, Wednesday, Tuesday, was, and it's it's an aspect of the game that I don't think a lot of people really think about, but he says, I'm using a lot more starters on special teams. Yes, I thought that was interesting. <sighs> Once I don't want this to turn into, oh, you're bashing Antonio. I'm not. But I think the special teams just kind of became teams. There was really nothing special about it. Well, because when he first started, they were very special. Right. You didn't, he didn't put any of star players. It, it pretty much was just the one guy who had been there for like 20 years uh, returning punts. Right, but like the days of like Keyshawn Martin out there, that was a weapon. Right. Keyshawn Martin was a weapon. B.J. Uh, Cunningham was a weapon returning right, kicks. And you don't have that. Now, I mean, had Keyshawn Martin f- flipped that Wisconsin game, the, the, the rocket game that everybody Oh, absolutely. Talks about the final play, but if you really go back and rewatch the game, it was Keyshawn Martin taking a punt all the way to the house. I mean, you know, the special teams in that game won them the game. Yes, Cousins did the fluke play, the rocket play. Sure. But uh, there was a blocked field goal. There was, I think it was a blocked field goal, it was a punt return for a touchdown, and I want to say it was a blocked extra point, too. Like, the special teams, yeah, No, it was, it was a blocked it was a blocked punt that ended up being a touchdown, and it was a punt return taken for a touchdown. It was a blocked field goal. It was, like, it was a crazy They game. did so much stuff, but you when you look at it, you had your best players out there. I know Ohio State under Urban Meyer and Ryan Day kind of preached that. When you come in, like everybody on the starting roster has to pick one special teams that they're going to also participate in. That keeps your best 11 on the field at all times. You just don't relegate it to – third string guy who's just out there trying to do something no 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 we're putting our best we're putting our fastest putting our biggest guys out there it helps flip the field it helps change the game because when you know the the i guess the biggest tip of the hat that you could have on special teams is when other teams are afraid to kick to you absolutely as much as we make fun of jabril peppers nobody wanted to kick to jabril peppers Oh so, no, no! You know he, he was a lightning rod. Yeah, he absolutely just was. Just kick it out of bounds, yeah. and don't give him the opportunity to beat you. Don't give him an opportunity to flip the field. Michigan State hasn't had that type of person. Now I think maybe you'll see some of the wide receivers back there, or maybe you'll see some of the running backs back there doing that because they got a nice stable that they can afford to go that route.
1: Not Connor Hayward, right? Because I know he has returned kicks in the past, and I know I'm kind of starters. Okay. okay. I'm did, just what part and, of
0: starters did you
1: not? Hear? Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay. And also save the argument of well, you don't want him to get hurt on there's a chance you get hurt on any play I mean, in JK Dobbins found out. First yes. play of
0: the game for the Ravens and he blows out his It knee. could happen. It will happen. Don't protect yourself. But you know what? It's what won Charles Woodson, the Heisman. it's what won Desmond Howard the Heisman right but Charles Woodson best player on defense and you put him out there and he returning kickoffs I mean, playing offense he's doing all that stuff so in college you put your best players out on the field and that's what Tucker has been saying I don't care what year you are if you're old enough then you're good enough and I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to a lot of guys on the defense I think you're going to see a lot more speed they were talking about Tank Brown. And he was hey, he was our linebacker for three days until we saw that he's going to be better coming off the defensive edge. So now you got speed there to go along with the kid that they got from Duke, you know, Ronald Williams and and the uh, from Alabama and the uh, Kimbro from Florida.
1: And then you got Panashuk returning and Drew Beasley returning. And so and it's, it's the linebackers that I'm a little worried about. Like
0: now you got Caveras Crouch, and I think now he's one where. It's kind of how I said, you know, you want to play an easier team at first. He's still learning the system, but I think he's athletic enough that if he blows something, he could still come back and catch up and make the play. I mean, this guy had a ton of tackles in the SEC. And no slouch over there in that No, conference. there's a little speed in that conference, just so a little. I, I like what I'm looking at him. Uh, Van Summeren dropped a lot of weight, and I know he he's probably going to be the guy that most Michigan people are going to be watching so they can laugh and snicker and be like, oh, we kicked him off the team for a good reason. They're saying that this guy's dropped a lot of weight, and he's really taken to that linebacker position. So linebacker, probably the weakest position, but we'll see. the good news is... It's only going to be two of them out there because they're going to be playing four two five. So, you, so you, then maybe they're more
1: the wor- the reason I worried was them in coverage, right? If, if they're just there to stop the run and the underneath intermediate, as long as they're not trying to uh,
0: right.
1: defend a wheel route or something like that,
0: then I don't have right. a that's, problem. That's with why that. you got the five DBs out there. Is is yeah, you're going to see that guy. So, I, I think defensively, you know. I mean, there's a lot of question marks in Michigan State. There is, absolutely. What are you going to do with Northwestern? The game looked a lot more tantalizing early, but then they lose their star running back. Um, Not a big Hunter Johnson fan. But the fact that they lost their running back, they lost a lot of people just due to, you know, attrition. But apparently the running back was so good, he scared off the other backs, and they all transferred out. So unless they catch lightning with a bottle with, like, a freshman back— they're kind of depleted at the running back spot. And this is a game that I think that, look, it's the Big Ten. Everybody wants to be able to control the rock. Everybody wants to be able to run the ball. You know, Sucker's got all these wide receivers, but in the end, I think he just wants to be able to pound the rock and, and just eat up time and, and really – Help out his new quarterback back there, so he doesn't have to win you the game. Where you could almost go Wisconsin like and just kind of do some play action. I mean, think about it. it's what helped Graham Mertz become good at Wisconsin. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Okay, all I got to do is throw to a wide open tight end on a you know on a, on a play action play. Okay, great. A
1: little bootleg and and run out and and uh,
0: you know what a run
1: game makes it easier for the quarterback in every single aspect of the game and and. I mean, it was evident when Michigan State was as good as they were, it's because they always had a run game. And they made it way easier on Kirk Cousins or Connor Cook. I mean, Le'Veon Bell was phenomenal for them. But then they also had the likes of Edwin Baker and um, Jeremy Langford. And these are all kids that made it way easier. Right, because they could break one.
0: If you could balance it out and if you got a back who can break it, then now you suck the linebackers in. And now you got one on one coverage that you got the receivers of whether it's Reed or whether it's Naylor or whether it's going to be Fitzpatrick, whether it's going to be Trey Mosley, you know, whether it's going to be Keon Coleman, you know. What are you going to do? They got a plethora of people out there. So, yeah, I am anxiously looking forward to how this thing looks and I'm glad it's Friday so I don't have to wait till Saturday yeah Friday and, at 9.15. and just get this thing going <laughs> I mean it's gonna be a long day but i'm I'm anxious to see you know what Michigan State is going to bring northwestern is still a three-point favorite I think that's more so just because you're the home team but and you and they're there's not known it's it's really not a home game because you know it's no big secret when teams play northwestern the f- opposing fan visitors Fill up half their joints. And let's not forget, last year you couldn't go to games, so it's a perfect game to travel to. The weather's going to be great. It's not that far of a drive. And as I said, I'm not a big Hunter Johnson fan. I mean, he just really never lived up to the hype. And uh, I thought Helensky, the transfer, was going to get the job, but I guess maybe he just got there too late. Yeah. So I, I think that Hunter Johnson is really just a space holder. Just filling that seat for now, I think Helensky is going to end up getting the job, but um, I'm looking at that game, and I I do think that Michigan State will win the game. And that's not just, oh, you're being a homer. It's just looking at the players, and and they really upgraded their roster. And it's one of the two wins they had last year, let's be honest. It's one of the two wins they had last year, but I, I look at how the roster got upgraded, Everybody that you lost went a step down, and you brought in everybody a step up. Yeah. You you brought in people from the SEC. I'm excited for this You brought in people from the ACC. I
1: really am excited just because, and it might be of the unknown, but everything I've seen from Mel Tucker— and from the players, from these videos they put out, I understand it's controlled, but you don't even see anything in the background that looks like negative body language or head down or anything like it. And I think he brought in a bunch of kids ready to compete and show what they're made of and why they came here. And I think it's
0: one reason why they came here, and it was Mel Tucker. Yeah. And now, I mean, on the flip side, I think I'm just as anxious to see what's going to happen on Saturday.
1: Well, that's what's great. So I I mentioned how it's nine fifteen, so we can go to bed and wake up, and that game's on at noon for Michigan. And I'm Western,
0: and I'm anxious to see what's going to happen with that because just doing. I think that that game, Evan, upon looking at it, I think it's going to be a ton of scoring.
1: Western has a very very good quarterback. If you're
0: betting, you hammer the over. Um. The question is, because Western Michigan's defense is awful, Michigan's defense was awful, they got a new defensive coordinator, kind of like Michigan State, we don't know what Michigan's going to be because, you know, the speed and space, at what point do we say that's kind of a failed experiment?
1: Well, you can argue that the offense has gotten worse since
0: Josh Gaddis came here. I mean, I bet numbers show that it's gotten worse. I mean, you know, when when your guys leave and become better in the pros, it's like, what are what are they doing there? It is odd. But uh, Western is Western can score. Western's going to have the best quarterback out on the field. You know, it's he's not an a, NFL guy. Not a shot at, at McNamara, but uh, was it Ellaby? Yeah, and and also it's not a shot at McNamara because we don't know what Cade McNamara right. is but yet. But I do know that Ellaby came out there. He was the third most efficient quarterback last season. Only, but Mac Jones and what uh, Penix from Indiana, Indiana,
1: yeah. And uh, let let me tell you this: like Pat Caputo knows his stuff inside and out with these college kids. He's been telling me about this Western quarterback for two years now, and I mean, it will be the best test that they can get because it's kind of what we just talked about. You know, playing a big opponent right off the rip. Western isn't that quote-unquote big opponent,
0: but they have a big quarterback. So right. you
1: can really see what you have in those cornerbacks because right. that's what failed them last year.
0: Right, but this guy's efficient, so you want to play the zone, You know, he, he, pick, he can dink and dunk you and pick you apart. So I think for this game, it's going to sound cliche, but I look at it like an NFL game. Evan, Michigan, Western Michigan's probably going to come down to five plays, and who makes those five plays? If you can get that key stop on third or fourth down or if you can get that touchdown on a trick play or or you get that key turnover in the right spot, that's the winner because I, I'm looking at them. If this, I, would, I would honestly, if the game was at Western Michigan, probably would pick Western. But Michigan, I don't want to disrespect what they can do. I mean, the big house crowd, you're going to get people there. They could feed off the crowd. I just don't think that either team's going to be able to stop the other one. It's going to be a track meet because neither team has great defense. Mike McDonald, I don't know what his defense is. So I could give him the benefit of the doubt and say, well, they'll step up and make plays. But they didn't really add to the defense. Okay, you got Aiden Hutchinson, but he's playing a new position. You got Daxon Hill. And that's about it. And
1: he's a safety, so you're right. So if you're dinking and dunking. If Daxon
0: Hill is your leading tackler, you're in trouble. Because that means. They got that far. They got 20 yards down the field. They a lot of passes, and he had to step up and get something done. Uh, What I'm really, really curious to
1: see with Michigan this year is. Yeah, it's their defense because it's the unsure, but I got to see their running game.
0: The See, ones, I'm okay with the running game because I, th- for Michigan, I, I just don't understand why they don't believe in Hassan Haskins the way I believe in Hassan Haskins. But
1: that's my point. That kid should be getting 80% of your carries, and then Blake Corum should be coming in and getting the rest. I heard yesterday on your show, the Velenia Show with Rico, um, Mike mentioned how Blake Corum had 25 carries for like 75 yards or something like that on the year. And I'm like, there's no way that's true. And I looked it up, and yeah, that was true. Yeah. So, but now he's you know turned into the Incredible Hulk. Uh, sure, okay, but that guy was a speed guy. That's what you want out. of That wasn't your run between the tackle. That's Hassan Haskins, right?
0: And that kid is. And see, that's good because you bulked up. Are you still my speed guy? I, I. And that's the thing that I wonder about Blake Quorum. Like, great, you know, you you look like you could be the next Avenger in Phase Four. Yeah, but. <laughs> I needed you to be fast. I needed you to be Quicksilver, not the Incredible Hulk. You need
1: to hit that corner and go as a change of pace. But as as a a notorious Michigan hater, which I am, I'm a huge fan of Hassan Haskins. When they didn't play him in that Michigan State game, I was like, thank you. Thank you. Because he is a game changer, in my opinion, because he's one of those kids that gets better as the game goes on.
0: Right. I mean, Zach Charbonnet was like... Okay, He had a pretty good game for UCLA, huh? He did, but you know they, they wanted to make him the back. And it was like, Hassan Haskins just kept outplaying everybody. I was like, guys, when did you just realize you actually have something good in the But do you Haskins? think
1: that almost has to do with the star factor of it the does. kids? It does.
0: It I mean, they did it under, uh, it was Jordan Kovacs and Rich Rodriguez. Walking on the kids, safety. He ended up becoming a captain. But every year, oh, well, this guy's going to beat out Kovacs. It's like, no, Kovacs is good. Why do you guys keep trying to replace him? He's good. Yeah. Embrace him. No, no, we brought this five-star kid. He's gonna take over. Kovacs is just a place setter. Nah, five years later, he's your team captain. Damn good. Brothers come in. They're good too. Sometimes
1: God, those kids irritated me because they were such tryhards that did so well
0: and for was what they were. They were giving. tryhards. They weren't given anything, so they had to go out there and take and, everything that they had. And that to me is assigned Haskins now. Yes, McNamara. I, I think that he probably will have a good game because I said I don't think Western's defense is that good. I want to see what happens when he faces
1: adversity again.
0: That's a now, big question with him. The biggest adversity for him is JJ McCarthy on the bench, looking at him, signaling the plays. Because in your mind, you are thinking, "Okay, I've had three series where we didn't score. Am I about to get replaced? Why is he throwing the football around? What What is he doing? You know." It is a
1: crazy thing to think with Michigan because this is make-or-break for Harbaugh. A hundred percent it's
0: make-or-break. Yeah.
1: And if you don't do the big things that need to be done this year, beat Ohio State, beat Michigan State. Dude,
0: he struggles against Western Michigan, and I'm laughing because Michigan fans just been lambasing Nebraska and Scott Frost, which, you know, deservingly so. Absolutely, but it has nothing to do with it. But wait till you see what happens when you wipe down that mirror that you're standing in front of, and you're like, oh... That was us. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn.
1: Yeah, I think they're so they're just as unpredictable as Michigan State is, in my opinion. Where they could go back to that Harbaugh team where they run out, and it comes down to that last
0: game of the year. They could be. Yeah, I see. I don't. You don't have the playmakers on defense. Yeah, so and we that, think, and, and, and that that's that's maybe to the me. Big Ten is down to where we are. I'm and, just saying. And here's the other thing. In a perfect world for he, them. Here's the other thing. And I know it's, it's the opposite of what Michigan does, but hear me out on this, my theory. When Michigan believes in a player or a coach or a side of the ball, they let you know about it. You hear about it all summer long. You haven't heard really too much coming out of there. When, when the fanboys, <clears throat> when, when the guys who write the, the message boards and the blogs and all of that stuff, When they're kind of tempering expectation, that's when you should listen. It's like Belichick with Cam Newton. Read between the lines. Belichick told you he was going to cut Cam Newton last week if you were astute enough to pick up what he was saying. Evan, we make fun of the September Heisman game on the Valenny show with Rico. But realistically speaking, there's really been no talk this summer. Nobody's talking about this team nobody's bragging on these players and as a matter of fact when i hear guys who are no michigan cheerleaders and they're kind of tempering things talking seven and five that raised a red flag with me
1: yeah there's some blogs that that i'll go and check just to see i want to see where they stand with the predictions and i'm going through and i'm like oh four and oh okay then yeah, they finish off at, and play, like, Kentucky in some weird ball right. game. And
0: I'm like, and these, that's these, not right to me. These are the diehard who I want to make Michigan. I give Michigan the benefit of the doubt yes. all the time. Which I usually do with Michigan State, so I can't blame right. them for doing it, right. it. So, right, if it's a 50-50 game, you always lean towards the side of your school. Yes, and there's a, not that many 50-50 games and you're And you're seeing these guys saying... The best you'll see is eight and four, but you're seeing a lot of seven and fives out there. And you're seeing a lot of what I'd like to say, scared writing. Be careful. You know, watch out for this. That tells me there may not be anything there because trust me. When they believe they have something. Oh, you're right. You you read every story you hear about, about this guy. Watch out for this running back. Oh, Rashawn Gary's going to be Jabril Peppers. Uh, every you're this, not even getting that with Hutchinson this year. You're and not and I think he's an any, NFL player. He is
1: changing position. That that's what is he changing to? Because I know he was a down lineman. Is he going to
0: or was he the outside? I think. And, I think he's now they're going to go three four. Okay. So So he might have to play nose almost. No, I think uh, the opposite. I think he's going to be kind of an outside linebacker. Oh, where he's standing. So he may have to do some coverage. Without his hand in his. He he may have to go and do some coverage at some point. So you could get him on a Kareem Walker or something like that. So it's just one of those. God, that is interesting. Just kind of take note. Yeah. There's been. There hasn't. You're you're
1: right. I guess uh, lately you saw the photos of Quorum, like you said. But that, I think, was just uniform photos of the kids.
0: But you haven't had the hype train, which tells me they don't have anything to hype. I did read an interesting
1: quote, though, yesterday. Um, And it came from Angelique, who covers it. Is she the news, the Detroit news? Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting because she was interviewing one of the offense linemen, and it was a quote about wanting to pound the football. Yes, I read that. And it's just funny because then you read all of the comments, speed and space, speed and space, and I get it. It's the same thing we said with Michigan State. They can run the football, everything else opens up because right. then you have to bring them in. Right. But do you think they have what it takes to pound the football? I mean, I'm talking 30 times a game running the ball. Like the old Michigan, and I'm not saying that that's what they're trying to go to, no, but to be are. successful,
0: I mean, I think, think about are.
1: Ohio State. No, no, no. They here's, here's run why,
0: the ball. Here's why you have to because if you want to get to eight and four, you have to control the game. And the best way to stop a Penn State is it's it's how Wisconsin beats you. Yes, it's how Ohio look, State does it. In when you all look reality. at time of possession, no, no, Ohio State can score quickly. Well, they Wisconsin, can, but they like to run it. Look at the time of possession. And when Wisconsin dominates you, it's normally two to one.
1: Oh, it's in a 60-minute game.
0: They've had the ball 40 plus minutes. You've had it 20. You know what that means? When you got it, you got to be desperate. You got to sling it around. When they have it, they're taking their time, they're resting their defense. Where your defense is grabbing their helmets, like, oh my God, I couldn't even finish my Gatorade, coach. What are y'all doing to me? So for Michigan to get to that eight and four. Possibly 9-3 and three level, you have to control the clock because I don't think it t- it takes the pressure off your defense. Michigan can't afford to get into a shootout this year. Speed and space may be detrimental. It, it was the one knock that's all I've always said about Oregon. Oregon would always score so fast that they would wear their defense out. Yeah. That's why Oregon never won a national title. Oregon could score like nobody's business. And they would make you – I mean, it was a high-scoring game, but in the end – Oklahoma never won a national title. Why? They can score, but they can't defend. And eventually, if your defense is on the field for that long, they're going to give up the big plays in the fourth quarter. It's why the Alabamas is much – Alabama, the wide receiver wins the Heisman, but Najee Harris is eating up clock. You know, Mac yeah. Jones is now starting for the Patriots, but it was the He's running game. He's managing ga- a game. It was the running game. Oh, so, and, and that's always been Alabama. Yeah, Clemson or- with Travis Etienne. Oh, yeah. Ohio State, to to a lesser extent, able to run the ball when they had to, and then they, they got these world class receivers. But if we had we'll, we'll run the ball. Yeah,
1: they'll run it. Ezekiel Elliott many many times, except for when they play Michigan State or J.K. Dobbins. They would run thirty times a game. So, and they have no problem. Or or even last year with with Sermon and uh, whoever the other. I can't remember his name. He's got a crazy name. Thirty three. Oh, uh,
0: uh, Max. Uh, He's got a good name yeah it is it's escaping me yeah, right I now look
1: it up <laughs> but you know who i'm talking about yeah. he, he subbed for jk dobbins and then he played a big role last year and then he got hurt and that's why sermon came in who was a oh trainer- master teague master teague yeah, yes, master teague but that's another kid they they will pound the football on you but at the same time they're like we can beat you down the field too. and michigan knew
0: that they couldn't control the clock they couldn't control the line of scrimmage they weren't that was a bad it, – it's the same thing that drove Mel Tucker crazy. We can't control a game. If you can't run the ball, yeah, you're you're hoping that your defense can bail you out. And that was Shakur Brown from Michigan State getting a lot of picks. I mean, think about it. In the games that they won, I mean, that Northwestern game, he, I think he had two picks in that he game. he make a roster? No, he got cut. I think he's going to probably a make practice a practice squad. squad for Pittsburgh. But – it was the it was his pick in North. I mean, he had pick Northwestern because Michigan State wasn't able to establish that run with Connor Haywood. If you can establish the run, you can win. So I understand where Michigan and Gaddis is coming from now for Michigan fans. They want excitement. They want the sizzle. They don't want the steak. They want to look like, oh, my God, look, it's fun to watch. Whee! We're yeah. like Oklahoma out here.
1: Yeah, but if you go to a restaurant, an aged steak is getting is way more expensive than
0: anything else. But do you think they're yeah, going to take— but Yeah, but most people, can you wait for the steak to get cooked the way you want, or do that's... you fill up on appetizers? And well, that's true. The appetizers are quick, and they're easy, and they're tasty. Uh, do you think – like, I think Mel Tucker's kind of said how if there's a hot
1: hand, they're going to ride the hot hand. Do you think Harbaugh would do that with the running back?
0: Or I, do you think it's a straight uh like everything to, we've seen rotation? I'd like to think so, but that's been Michigan's problem is, as I said, Hassan Haskins having a great game, and then they pull him. Or, you know, uh, uh, Nico Collins, wide receiver, four catches – 92 yards in the first quarter finishes the game with four catches and 92 yards. Like, well, why'd you stop going to him? Well, we had to do other stuff. No, no you it don't. didn't. I mean, it, it, it was the one thing that I that made me like Mel Tucker in the Michigan game. It took a half before Jay Johnson and Tucker said, "Why are we trying to run this ball? Let's go. They can't stop the deep pass. So, let's just keep taking shots deep." And I mean,
1: and count on our defense
0: stopping their offense. Three things are going to happen. Two are in our favor. Either we get a pass interference, we get a catch, or they'll knock the ball down. But they're not intercepting us. So let's just go. And they eventually just chucked it deep, and Michigan had no answer. It takes, I don't know why, but it takes balls for a coach just to run the play. I call it video game coaching.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like telling Patrick Mahomes in that game where Tyreek Hill had 210 yards in the first half to stop going to him. Like, no, no, no. He's going to go to him every single time right. because he's torching the defense.
0: Right. So that that's what we'll, we'll like, see what that what happens for for Michigan. I I don't know if they can just, because they also promise all these guys all this time. Like Donovan Edwards, I'm sure has been promised he's going to play and, some. and
1: that's where I question because they have a big
0: stud well, freshman running back who I, says he's going to change things there. I give Mel Tucker credit. He's just like, guys, I'm putting the best people out on the field. And, and it's the best person that day because someday you might not have it. Right, and if you're good, you know what, I'll run you 40 times if I like, have to.
1: It's funny, I was watching Hard Knocks uh, last week's episode and Ben DiNucci's talking about... Early in the game, he's like, I'm feeling dangerous today. You know, it's just one of those days that I feel great. Then he goes on the field and throws multiple interceptions. And I'm like, well, you know. But that's a game where they had to see what the kid had and put him out there. Where Michigan State, you think
0: it's a short leash with mistakes for them? I think it's a short leash with mistakes because you got capable people backing you up. Okay. So I'm not sitting here trying to hold your hands, son. I'm trying to win this game. And it's a feeling out process. Your best 11, 8 may be your best 11. I may need to put three new guys in and take three guys out to get to my best 11. And I'm okay with shuffling people out. Now, for MSU, the game Friday really boils down to your offensive line. It was probably their weakest area last year. Wasn't the best. <laughs> That's for sure. You, you, and, and they improved it, though, right? Yeah. You, you brought in... Uh, horse, the, the, uh, tackle from Arkansas state, big kid. He's now your left tackle. You can kind of get people to stop playing out of positions. Kind of what you're saying with the lines with Penay Sewell. Now can this line gel run block, pass block, and not get your quarterback killed? Can you get some rushing touchdowns? Because here's the thing. Uh, If I had to put money on it, Michigan State's first touchdown will be from a running back because that drove Tucker crazy over the summer. Is that something you can bet on? I don't know if you can bet on it or not, but unless there's like a kickoff return or a pick six or a wide receiver just gets past the safety, it's all, I think, in order for him to breathe easy, his first score has to be from a running back. So if you could pick who's going to score first, I'd pick a running back because and even if it gets to like fourth and 2 from the goal line, nah, we 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 have to it's a principle thing. Yes, I have to score. I'm not kicking a field goal.
1: I got no problem with it. Now you did you said you expect Michigan State to win. You didn't say what you expect to happen in the Michigan
0: game. I'm still kind of looking at it. They're I, a 17 point favorite. I don't think that they cover. Okay. So I would take Western Michigan and the points. I think I would take the over because I think both teams are going to put up some points. It really comes down to who makes the mistakes. I think Western has the better QB, but Michigan's playing at home. I, I think this game could remind me a lot of the Army game a few years ago. Oh, I remember it well. Where Michigan won the game, but no Michigan fan felt comfortable until there was like a minute 37 left in the game. Yeah, And you you got the first down, and then you were able to take the knee, and you wiped your brow. That
1: is very similar to this game because a lot of people said Army's going to give you fits. Yep. And people are saying Western's going to
0: give you fits. It was like Air Force when they played Air Force. Air Force is going to give you fits, guys, and the same thing happened, and they eventually won. Yes. But, you know, Air Force and Army made critical mistakes. Army—
1: I don't know uh, what they were doing at the end of that geez,
0: game. It was what, third, and five from the, third and five from the goal line, and Army throws three passes, and this was the time you threw a pass and it got picked.
1: Yeah, If they just
0: run the ball...
1: Like for, they had the entire game. If
0: they run the ball for two consecutive plays, because I would have went for it on fourth down, they would have went up at halftime, I believe, like 24-7. to seven.
1: Something, yeah. And they, it would
0: have been over, but they kind of panicked. I think the same probably will happen to Western... Well, you know, they'll make that, you know, you look around and you're in the big house and you just kind of the moment's too big for you. But I I would take the I if I think 17 point Michigan is notoriously known for not covering. I think people are just kind of looking at the helmets. I think the Michigan fans are like, oh, Western Michigan, that's like our cakewalk game. Yeah. But to me, the Western Michigan game is we'll, we'll have this talk a little bit later on. When we do the podcast is Western Kentucky for Michigan State. It may look that way on paper. It won't be that way in real life. Right. I think the homecoming game, Michigan State fans, it's, it's going to put Michigan State fans through fits. Hmm. It, because you're going to look and be like, oh, my God, this feels like Arizona State all over again. Right. Where, why can't we just beat this team? I think eventually they will, but I think it's going to be a game where it's a night game and people are not going to be leaving Spartan Stadium happy. That they won. They'll win. But you may be looking at, you know, a 38-35 type of thing or, you know, a field goal or, you know, you had to get that, you know, somebody stepped up on fourth and eight and knocked the ball down and you got the ball back. Right. So I look at Western Kentucky for Michigan State the same way I look at Western Michigan for Michigan. It looks good on paper, but they don't play the games on paper. Right. So, so
1: you expect them to win, just not cover.
0: Right. Got a good question for you this week, Rico. Uh, melting moments. What's that? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me what's the favorite thing. Melting moments is coming back to Spartan Stadium in the Brusn Center. Are you talking about the ice cream? Yes. Because <laughs> they had the little, they had their bootleg ice cream yeah, sandwiches, yeah. Were, weren't the same. No, the actual melting moment, cooked chocolate chip cookie sandwiches. Oh,
1: back. Those are my favorite. Those I would are, always
0: go down at halftime and go grab one.
1: Yeah, I'll start giving you cash for that because I know sometimes it takes you 20 minutes to come back. Whatever. Anywho, the question I have for you, what do you make about Joe Milton being named the starting quarterback at the University of Tennessee? (laughs) Do you think it's the same? Tennessee's very similar to the University of Michigan. Great pedigree from 20 years ago. I
0: think that um, it'll probably be the second most watched game from Michigan fans on Saturday, kind of like Zach Charbonnet. I don't think you really wanted to see him succeed. They'll say, oh, that's great for him, but now you're starting to think, oh, my God, you know, he was just on our team. For Milton, Milton wins that game. I mean, he's – apparently he was the best quarterback that they had, and maybe Michigan just pulled the plug too quickly. Um you said the question was what now? What do you make of him? Do you think he'll succeed there? Kind of do. Yeah. I mean, I, what is succeeding at Tennessee? <sighs> but I think I guess I guess th- think Tennessee are, is going to stick with him. But Tennessee is kind of like Michigan where they're known to yank quarterbacks and switch out quarterbacks, and there's no
1: patience. Well, let me rephrase my question now. After talking through it, do you think Joe Milton will lead Tennessee to more wins
0: than the University of Michigan will have this year? I'd have to see Tennessee's schedule. Um, I think it'll be about the same. I think he may have. Uh, I think he may have a better. Se- let me give. Let me refresh that question. I think he'll have a better season than McNamara. Okay. I do. I think he will because Tennessee just put in a new offensive coordinator,
1: and they probably did around what their quarterback likes to do. Right. right. Yeah.
0: Tennessee's been and he can able throw to,
1: the ball 130 yeah, yards. Tennessee's so. been able
0: to put up points. They just can't they just can't get out their own way. Right. And kind of like Michigan, a lot of teams remember when they were good. Yes. And they're extracting their pound of flesh now.
1: And I'll be honest, in all reality, so what? I'm thirty eight. The only time I ever remember them being good is when Peyton was there. And they were good. They weren't great. Uh, Tennessee was good. Were Tennis, they? Tennessee. Well, th- I remember T Martin. He was Tennessee very good and, there. F-
0: Tennessee and Florida. the class of the SEC. The way we talk about Alabama, that was Tennessee. Yeah. But Florida would always you know what Tennessee was? Tennessee was Georgia. Okay. So they were very good and can get to there. But it was the famous quote by Steve Spurrier. Because at the time it wasn't a ton of bowl games. So if you lost the SEC Championship, you went to the Citrus Bowl. That was like for the second best team. Yeah. So Spurrier came out with his line and was like, well, you know, you can't spell citrus without UT. <laughs> and, I don't know if i ever heard that. Oh, you never? Heard? Oh, my. And he oh. just, he was so matter of factly in that little Southern twang he had. Hey, can't spell citrus without UT. Oh,
1: and it so was a good. shot
0: at Tennessee because Tennessee was Georgia. Yeah. One of the best teams couldn't get over the hump. They would always lose in that game to. Florida, no matter what that
1: I knew that they would always lose to Florida.
0: But yeah, it's let me
1: see. Tennessee schedule. I'm so pumped for this weekend though, Rico. I mean, just talking about it right now and it's Wednesday and I still have to wait two more days. It's a little irritating, but
0: all right, let's see here. Uh they play tomorrow. Yeah. Bowling Green, Tennessee, Tennessee Tech. Florida on the 25th. That'll be his first big test. Missouri. Yep. Yeah. South Carolina, who's yeah. starting they're a okay. grad assistant at quarterback. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Ole Miss, they're yeah. fighting Kiffins. Yeah, so that again. could be a loss. Uh, yeah. Okay, then they got Alabama after that. There's another loss. Kentucky.
1: Could be a loss. They're sure. usually pretty good in the
0: last few years. I, I, I'm looking at... Jeez. So if they lose to Florida. Bama. Is June, Bama. Ole
1: Miss could be three.
0: Georgia. Could be four. And Ole Miss, five. I guess.
1: So they could be identical because a lot of people on, think on, Michigan's going to be seven and five. Well, so wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Let I think they'd be Pitt, the fighting doozies. Uh, so we got Florida's one. Ole Miss, two. Alabama, three. Georgia, four. Yeah, Kentucky's a swing game. They could be 8 and 4 because they finished out with South Alabama and Vandy. Yeah. So, they could be 75 8 and 4. Be interesting who would have the better record, Tennessee or You need Michigan. to do that
1: on your prop bets if you do them on uh
0: You know what? Friday. We, we we may do the year, you know what, as a year, who will have a better record. You know what? Thanks, Evan. I'm yeah, going to no add problem. that one there. Tennessee or Michigan, who has the better record? At I the I would end say of the do year. the
1: same for Michigan State, but I can't think of anybody that transferred out that's going to have a role as a starter somewhere. That was Rocky Lombardi. Yeah, I would. If Michigan State doesn't have, well, I mean Northern Illinois and what the MAC, Karen and the MAC, so you could run off a good season. Okay, do you think Michigan State will have more wins than Northern Illinois? Well, now I got to look up Northern Illinois. <laughs> we could end <clears on throat> this, but I mean it's curious, right? Yeah. I mean, because they could win nine games. I mean, I've known Northern Illinois to be good when they had, what, Tariq Cohen or
0: whatever? Uh, Georgia Tech. Loss. Wyoming. Eh, toss-up. Michigan. Two losses. Maine. That's a win. Eastern Michigan. Probably a win. Toledo. Who knows? I think Eastern beats them.
1: Uh, Bowling
0: Green. Central. Kent State northern i mean ball state and buffalo and then they finish with western
1: that's a good question to ask your co-host because he's a freak and we'll know about
0: these mac teams where mm-hmm. i don't know anything about them so yeah better record michigan state or northern illinois okay i love it you gonna have some fun <laughs> at with
1: least that. we got something out of it but i'm i'm ready i mean my excitement level is a 10 out of 10
0: i'm i'm ready dude let's nah, go i think i am too All right, we'll be back next week. Next week, we'll be breaking down what actually happened in the games. For Evan, I'm Rico. Thanks for listening. We'll be back.